The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a playoff edition of Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. We are live from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, are we ready? Oh, freak oh, yeah. You Are you it. on edge yet? Oh, freak yeah. Are you ready to get wild? Ready to dance. <laughs> Time to dance. dance. Too much for Isaiah. That it's done. Wrong how it's over. Are you ready to get wild? <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not going to say what career path that's on. Like yeah, that. gross. Oh, oh man. man. Fire up the night at the Roxbury oh, scene. Oh, God. Do, 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 funny. Do, do, do. Ready. Ready. Uh, it it feels like we're still so far away because it is on Monday night. Well, it's I think it's like uh, like Micah said on yesterday when he was asked, you know, how long does it feel like it will take for money to get here, especially going through the weekend and seeing the, you know, the weekend games this Wild Card weekend. He was like, man, it'll we'll blink and it'll be here. He was like, yeah. it'll. He was like, it's already having this conversation yesterday. He was like, it's already Thursday. You know, so he was like, we're just going to keep our nose to the grind and, and keep going, and then we're going to wake up, and it's going to be Monday. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, I, from a fan standpoint, I get it because it's like, oh, man, been waiting mm-hmm. eight days for this. Right, right. Facts, I agree. That said, hoping that they give us a reason to wait. Mm. And we had open locker room yesterday. Had a chance to talk to some of the yeah, guys, and yeah. it, it starts to feel – a lot more like they they hit the reset button after last week, and they're they're kind of they're in a different mindset. At least from what I I, I was taking from the conversations I had, Patrick. I'm interested to see what you think. But in the conversations I had, it's not what what we did wrong against Washington. It's what can we do right this week to put us in the right position to beat Tampa Bay. I agree. And in conversations with Zeke and Micah and you know J. Ron Curse. There's a common thread, a common theme in the locker room, which is, and Zeke said it perfectly. He said, it doesn't matter what happened in the regular season. Nobody cares anymore what happened in the regular season. It's about right now, right here, you got to get it done. And Micah said, you know, the regular se- and this is a quote, the regular season is cool, you guys get all hyped up, but this is where legends are made. Mm. So that's, that's where the locker room is right now. I like it. You see what, did you hear what their locker room was saying? What did their locker room say? Mike Evans called this defense simple. Oh. Mm. And he said, it doesn't matter. You wait for as long as we're healthy, it doesn't matter what DBs are out there. Mm. Mm. I like it. I like it. Would you call this defense simple? Uh, or is that just a jab at the fact that it's not simple? I'm not sure if he was speaking to the simplicity hmm. of the scheme, if he was talking about the personnel. Okay, let's he talk about, about both. He talked about how they're miss how how Dallas is missing two DBs, and you know number 26 is making a couple plays, uh, but that's about it. A couple. That's what he said. Mm. And he said he said Trayvon. He said he said Trayvon's all right. I mean, you know, the first game I mean, he did okay against me. If you haven't heard his interview. <laughs> Go watch his interview. Uh, it will light you up. You know what? That ties into um, left, which was, was that, that's, left, which was re- was respectful. Yeah, Evans. You could tell he was hurting. He's, hey, Evans. He's taking Trayvon Diggs personally. Listen, Evans and <laughs> Evans and Brady. They were on the sideline from their sideline sounds video last week, and they were on the sideline at the last game in Week 18, talking about um, Brady's undefeated record against the Cowboys. They're kind of joking about it. Ooh. They were they were asking Brady. They were like, "What's what's your record against the Cowboys?" And he mm. laughed, and he was like, "Six and zero, I think." He was like, "We, we were just." talking about this wow aren't you playing a game you were just talking about that okay so add that to what mike evans is saying Mm. and uh the cowboys are not lacking for bulletin board material they shouldn't be lacking for motivation period but why not throw these extra logs on the fire can't wait and and what's crazy is mike evans is is saying what he's saying but when i asked trayvon diggs specifically about covering mike evans diggs had nothing but respect uh and and positive statements and, and praise for mike evans um so it'll it'll be Interesting to see 
you know, and I, I just want to know, I know from a Brady standpoint <laughs> Ooh, wait where all this cockiness comes from. I know from a Brady standpoint. See, but, but TB12 typically doesn't speak on it. But and that's why he's I was very, that's why I was surprised vanilla. that he was one of the main ones on the sideline saying, "Hey, we were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. Ha ha, chuckle chuckle." Um, but that said, regardless, mm-hmm. everybody can agree TB12 has earned the right to be cocky. Okay, fine. Agreed. Mike Evans even to a degree, you know, as many thousand year thousand yards receiving seasons as he's had, okay, fine, fair. But this season as a team, mm-hmm. where's the cockiness coming from in Tampa Bay? Mm. That that's where I I struggle to try to figure it out. Like where's like the it. cockiness? You don't like it. Oh, you know what? I love it. Oh, you know why I love it? <laughs> you know why I love it? Why because people who who are that cocky, uh huh, let their guard down. Ooh, okay. And when you let your guard down, yeah. you get your nose tapped. There you, you go. Get your nose tapped. <laughs> you, get, you, you get your gate rushed. Yeah. And all so, of a sudden, I'm in in the king's court. Could you be saying the same thing about what some of the stuff is is being said this week? I mean, Micah Parsons came out and said f that list, and there's no, no, there's no, no, stuff no, out that's, there that's too. That's, 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 that's yeah, not cocky. That's not in reference to. To the other opponent. team. Yeah. Okay. No, that's just, just wanted being, to make sure. No, that's just being angry. He said, F that list, I'm in playoff mode. <laughs> he didn't say, F that list, I'm about to go that kill. Everyone's watching Hustle and Flow. Right. Week. So yeah. if you look at what they're saying in the locker room here, and and I believe it was, was it Micah or Zeke, one or the other? I'd have to check my notes. But one or the other yesterday said that um, what happened in week 18 was humbling. It was sobering. I hope so. And that change the energy in the locker room this week as far as what needs to happen and what cannot happen. So those are the types of things coming out of the Cowboys locker room. That's the antithesis of what's coming out of the Bucks locker room. They're, it sounds like they're over there in Tampa feeling like they're on to the divisional round before kickoff has even started for the wild card round. Keep keep that. Keep, keep that. It. Yeah, keep that energy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep it. By the way, Trayvon Diggs against Mike Evans in week one. He allowed three receptions on six targets for 33 yards. He did have the touchdown, but it was the fade route in the back of the end zone that just took a great play. If you haven't seen his response to it, like, you have to watch it. Like, he feels some type of way about it. He's speaking like, yeah, he's all right. But in his head, he's like, oh, I'm about to – yeah, it's going down. Like, and then that's what that's, that's the energy you feel from Mike Evans. Like he's taking the it difference personally. in approach is funny because Diggs is like, yeah, you know, have a lot of respect for Evans and because Diggs has won that battle twice in a and, row, and, right? And so now Diggs goes in smiling, smiling, smiling. He's like, Diggs is confident. Yeah, gotcha. and Evans Evans feels go. some type of way about yeah. the effectiveness that Diggs mm-hmm. has had on. Yeah. No true competitor likes to feel like somebody has that has that mm-hmm. edge on you. So when Evans is speaking about it, he's like. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, he did all right. I mean, it was all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, it was cool. You didn't want to give him full yeah. credit. Yeah, it was all right. You know? Three for three. six. By the way, last year it was uh, one reception on five targets, and he had an interception. Balling. So, I mean, Diggs has locked down Evans twice pretty I, much. So to that point, I believe yeah. hearing him speak, <laughs> I feel as if Mike Evans most likely has had a conversation with TB12 saying, I refuse to go out this game. With those same with that same stat line, yeah. and, and what I mean by that is, I think they're going to try to come at Diggs, and I hope they do. Well, and I was just about to say that a couple reasons why I really hope that comes to fruition. Number one, and most importantly, if you're targeting Diggs of that frequency, a ball hawk of that nature, it's it's he's going to get at least one interception. But also, as equally as important, if not more so, if you're targeting Diggs, guess who you're not targeting? Mm. The cornerback on the opposite side of the field, whomever that might be, Nashawn Wright, Xavier Rhodes, whatever the case may be. So now you worry less about uh, Brady testing that CB2 spot yeah. because he's so busy testing CB1, and testing CB1 will get you one or two interceptions. So it, by all means, yap it up, Mr. Evans. Do it. Do yeah, it do it. Do it now. Outside of get to the top Outside of Nashawn <laughs> Wright and and some of the other guys on the back half, I'll I'll leave Bland and Diggs out of this conversation. Who needs to step up and have the best game, safety wise or, oh, or or secondary wise in general? Sorry, I meant secondary. Nashawn yes. Wright. It's got to be Nation. Nation, right? I, yeah, I, I don't think it'd be fair to say Xavier Rhodes. He just got here. I mean, you you hope and you would like for him to reach, um, tap into that former All Pro and former three time Pro Bowl um, status that he has and has demonstrated over the course of his NFL career. But which one has been in the the program longer? It's Nation, right? So I'm yeah. right there with Isaiah Miller.
Okay. Any news and notes coming out of yesterday with some positive positive news and notes? Positive. You love That's positive, good. especially going into a, a winner go home situation. I love that. The Cowboys injury report is slimmer than those cigarettes from Virginia. Uh, Tyler Biadish was back on the practice field, effective on Wednesday, but first injury report came out on Thursday, which was effectively Wednesday as far as the scheduling goes practice wise. But he was a full participant. Yes. So there's the the evidence to what he was saying the day before as far as being a full go. He is, in fact, a full go. Leighton Van Der Esch. Hold on. You can't just blow by that. Like, that's just No, we're not just news. blowing by it, but like, we got something equally I, important. Okay. All right. Leighton Van Der Esch, full participant. Yes. Mm. Okay. There's so two for two. That, that's two for two. So let's let's take a moment to uh, go ahead and, and bask in, in both of those. Tyler Biotis being here is is of most utmost importance. Yeah, we ranked it yesterday. He's yeah. it's, it's of utmost importance because you give this offensive line back its leader. I don't now. I'm, when I say leader, I'm talking about the the shot caller. Yes. Zach Martin. The way the way I put it, I, we asked that in a mailbag. We answered a mailbag this week about it, and the way I put it was. He may not be the anchor Correct. of that offensive line, Correct. but he certainly is the glue. Absolutely. That's exactly That's what fair. Tyler Biotish is. He's fair. not the anchor. That's Zach Martin fair. is the anchor. Absolutely. He always has been. Absolutely. But Tyler Biotish is the thing that keeps that thing glued Absolutely. together. Absolutely. Cement glue. He's the chain that keeps it tied to the boat. Yeah, cement glue. We ain't talking about no Elmers. Okay, this no. is cement gorilla glue. <laughs> it's that gorilla yeah, exactly. glue. Gorilla yeah. glue. <laughs> I'm sorry, they ain't no sponsor. But either way. They need to be. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he is so important, and I don't know if everyone out there understands the importance of his role. Mm-hmm. Having the center playing in the game, in the most important game of the year, settles, settles sets your foundation. Because you've had a foundation that's a little shaky. Right, you know, it's like it's like it's like my house. Like I I live on one side of the street. Nobody on my side of the street has foundation problems. But across the street, it's kind of like a little elevated hill, like a little little fake hill. And every calling out your neighbors, right? I'm not telling about where I live, but everybody across (laughs) the street, everybody across the street has foundation problems, and they have to put pillars in, and they have to find out ways to just settle the storm and make things just 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 work. That is what has been happening over the past little bit without Tyler Biotis really being in there. Right, so now that he's back, ah, they move back to the good side of the street. Okay, they're on the good side of the street now. Now you can put guys where they're supposed to be. Now you don't have to ask guys to play out of position. Now you can put your guy McGovern back where he goes. You can bump your boy Tyler Smith back outside. You can tell Peters, hey, we appreciate you, player, uh, but go rest those <laughs> knees. Okay, Patrick Ewing style. Okay, and then you say, <laughs> and then you're able to go out there and do what you need to do in the running game because you have to have a running game against this 3 4, AKA 5 2 front. You gotta have it, yeah. and you need that dude calling the shots and being able to 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 decipher what is being presented to them. Call out the mic, be able to tell everybody exactly what the call is. Having the cadence, right? That that Dak having a cadence in in, um, in order in terms of what those guys are doing mm-hmm. up front, because having different centers, right? We're talking about tens of seconds; those things matter, yep. right? You're talking about penalties, false starts, pre-snap penalties, all those type of things matter when you change up change up the center. So now things go back to order. Right. Okay, we're, we have we're back we're back in symmetry, right? It's no different if we threw somebody else in here and, and Kyle wasn't here one day. Like it's it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be different, right? What's might gonna, get the job done. Might get the job done, but it's yep. not the same, right? Okay, it's not. By, there might be a couple of hiccups. They darn right, it won't be not. the same. Okay, so and, and the chemistry is different. So right. So yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. Van Der is back too. Okay. Okay. I'm thrilled. I'm that, thrilled. They're both back. You no know. doubt. Equate that to the defensive side of the football too. How does Leighton Van Der Esch help call out things and and solidify that? Front because he may Excellent. not be the anchor of his own defensive front, but he might be the glue of that side Excellent as well. Point. Confidence. Excellent point. It's all about the confidence. So Van Der Esch being in there calling the shots, he's hearing the play from the coach, and he's being able to communicate that out to everybody He's been there else. since 2018 doing when you it. Look in the, when you look in the eyes of somebody who's calling those plays out, right, they know that you are the captain on that side of the ball. You are the man on that field. Mm-hmm. Okay, When that man is not present, I'm hearing you. Right? I, don't know if I, I don't know if I believe you. Mm-hmm. Right, like, I, I hear I hear the call, but I don't have the bold of confidence I had when Van Der Esch is in there. Right? Or when he tells me, he slaps me on a button and says, hey, shift over to one, one gap. Right. Okay. Well, coach said on paper to ship. The, 
get over one gap. I'm right. telling you, because what I'm seeing, you're not seeing, get where you need to go is going to give us the advantage. Those are the advantages that having somebody in there like a Vander Esch at the middle linebacker position is going to give this defense. When he's able to see things, I would imagine he probably watches more film than everybody. I hope he watches more film than everybody. Yes, I think he picked it up from Sean, Sean Lee. Sean Lee, absolutely, right, Sean? Nobody watched more film than Sean Lee. So those guys are able to depict things that are that might be little hints, little tells, right, that, that Tom Brady or the, I would say not necessarily Tom Brady, but the offensive line, right. I've seen it on film, offensive line gives out. Right, and when those little tails are there, and maybe nobody else sees it, but Vanderess does, he can put your team in position to make the play. Yep. When you're talking about Beatish and Vanderess, you're talking about the two non-quarterback quarterbacks of their respective positions. So Tyler Beatish is in fact the quarterback of the offensive line, while Zach is the anchor. It's Tyler Beatish pointing out pre-snap protections and, and things like that. Uh, on the opposite side of the ball, Leighton Vanderess, he's your quarterback of the defense. He might not be. I mean, he's not Michael Parsons as far as the leader of the defense or yeah. Marcus Lawrence, but he is in fact the the quarterback quarterback that has to call out pre-snap motions and reads and protections and things like that. So, and I love what Isaiah said in the aspect of there's a difference when um, your your starting mic is in there and he's your green dot because Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) McCarthy said it describing something different, but it it applies here as well. When McCarthy said, sometimes you're telling somebody something and they're looking at you and they're hearing you, but they're not really hearing you until like the other parent comes in and says it one time. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I get it. And you're looking at at them like, come on, I didn't just tell you that a hundred (laughs) times. So it's a similar situation when, when LVE is telling you about pre snap Mm -hmm. uh, reads and protections and says, it taps you and says, you shift left. There's no second thought. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's no, oh, well, coach. It, no, it's shift left. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the two fantastic re-additions for the Cowboys. And timing couldn't be perfect. And to that point, uh, as far as key players returning, Jonathan Hankins remains on track. <laughs> now, he's not uh, on the injury report, but he's not on, j- on the injury report because he remains technically on IR. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys would have to add him to the 53-man roster at some point before the game on Monday, but they have time to do so. He continues to contend he feels great. He told me on yesterday when I asked him uh, about his odds of taking the field on Monday, he said the time is now. Ooh. End quote. Is there, an, is there an extra spot for Hankins right now to come off of IR? Yes, yes, there is. Uh, because they've only got fifty-two on there, right? Right, and she- and Shepley was waived, so mm. they have they have space there. Gotcha. Now, one compliment that I got yesterday to Leighton Vander Esch, and just kind of going back to that conversation, I was sitting down. I sat down with Jake Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I was one on one with Jake yesterday, and I Fergie, asked him, "Fergulicious." Uh, oh no! I asked him, "Oh yeah, who who is he really drawn from? Who is he picked up?" pieces of how to prepare for a playoff game from and being a tight end I expected him to say Dalton Schultz and he did he said Dalton Schultz right off the bat the second name out of his mouth wasn't one that I anticipated it was Leighton Vander Esch Mm. he said I've been watching Leighton Vander Esch from the moment I got here the way that he carries himself the way that he practices the way that he plays it all lines up together all of the preparation that he does in the film room all of the stuff that he does on the practice field and then, of course, what he has done this year, playing exceptionally well fo- or exceptionally good football, it, it it translates to guys even on the opposite side of the ball, yeah, absolutely, even on guys that are playing a completely different position. You know why? Why is that? Because it's infectious. When you see people doing things the right way, and you see the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think. Are of you now. saying LVE is the right kind of guy? He is. He's proved it. No, yeah. I just said He's that to, yeah. to poke the, the Garrett. No, he is. I mean, so. <laughs> right. Oh, the, the Garrett the, fans the out there. Yeah. You the, when you RKG. see the fruition of somebody's preparation show up <laughs> on field, like you want you want that. Like you want that. Yeah. And there's, there's, I had that along the way from a lot of different guys. So to his point, every stop that I had, most likely in my first, really my first three years, there were guys that I watched. Didn't necessarily always tell them, mm. but I watch how they prepare. I watch mm. how they approach practice. I watch how they prepare for practice. I watch how they approach walkthroughs. I watch how they studied film. Like those guys, watch them in the weight room. Watch yep. them in conditioning. Like these are guys that you sit back as a young pup and you're like, dang, that's mm-hmm. okay. That's what I want. That's why I what I inspire to be like. All right. I don't necessarily want to be that player. 
Yeah. Right? But I inspire to to add those characteristics, right, and those attributes to what it is that I do, so that I can become a better player. Which is exactly that puts LVE in the same air as far as preparation and and uh, reverence for the younger guys who are looking up to players as Tyron Smith and, and Tyron's yeah. preparation and how he practices. Uh, hell, yesterday uh, Michael Parsons was talking about how in the D line room they always talk about hating going up against Tyron Smith, mm-hmm. even in walkthroughs because everyone else is walking through, but. Tyron is 100% every single rep, every single snap. And and you walk up to him thinking in a walkthrough, okay, well, this is just going to be a tap-tap, and he leaves two marks on your chest, right? <laughs> so and so LVE is having that kind of a, a, an influence, a positive influence on a guy like Jake Ferguson on the offensive side of the ball, similar to what Tyron Smith is having on the defensive line and some of those guys on the defensive side of the ball yeah. saying, hey, this is how you have to prep to be not only a professional but have an elite career, and unfortunately for LVE, the only reason that – well, one of the only reasons that he had um, kind of a downturn from his first season, which was a breakout year, was outside of, you know, changes at defensive coordinator, which matters. But he also had the injury – the injuries that kind of almost slow, – well, slowed him and almost derailed his career. Credit to him for bouncing back, having – what and I don't really – I don't even care if he gets – or if he did or did not get a Pro Bowl honor, if he will or would not get an All-Pro honor. For me, this is Pro Bowl LVE right here. This, this is, is the best season he's had this since 2018, and now, I, so I'm right there with you. Now, speaking of Tyron Smith, he did show up on the injury report. I don't sense that there is any concern. Keep in mind the injury that he suffered. He's back, but you know, it, it, the year wasn't over for him. It wasn't season ending. He's back. He didn't show up on the injury report last week. I'm of the mindset of since Thursday was technically Wednesday's practice for the Cowboys. Wednesday has historically been kind of a scale back day um, for Tyron Smith to kind of rest him and management, load management. So I'm, I'm of the impression that will be the case. And we'll see what it comes out for today. But Tyron Smith was limited. Demarcus Lawrence, surprise, surprise, he's on the injury report and he's limited again, which has been the yeah. case for weeks now as he continues to play at an elite level despite all the, the things that he's working through. He's getting through it, Yeah, doing Flip, a good job of trying to. Tampa, to. Bay. Um, Tampa Bay had a, a much, much longer injury report. However... Nothing that really stands out. Uh, Mike Evans was there but with an illness, but full participant. Um, and go down the line. I mean, Keanu Neal was a, it did not participate on yesterday with a knee issue, but he's he's not really a contributor for that offense. So Logan Ryan, yeah. But so just a bunch of names, not a lot going yeah, on there. Vita Vail was limited with a calf. I think that's just yeah. management, yeah. right? Vita is not going to miss this game. Nope. So, yeah, nothing of, of note coming out of the Tampa Bay either. Very nice. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, who does Demarcus Lawrence think, as a rookie, will play a huge key in getting a win over Tampa Bay? I'll tell you that answer. And we'll give you our matchups to watch between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Wild card weekend is here at Say It With Your Chest Friday when we come back on Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it. 
forget it and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and a whole lot more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and to join today. Guys, I'm going to tell you one more time, guys and girls out there that are listening, that are Cowboys fans. Come to the Dallas Cowboys watch party. Let's freaking go. It's at the Miller Lighthouse. Let's go. Watch Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round against your Dallas Cowboys. Come out to the Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday, January 16th. How much did I say it cost? Free 99. (laughs) Just free. Not even the 99. Oh, yeah, your mind. It's just free. <laughs> Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys. Cheerleaders, rowdies, uh, rowdy, while enjoying lawn games, food trucks, music, the Cowboys pregame show, and a whole lot more. Gates open at 5.30, kickoff at 7.15. For more info, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. Aren't they streaming our, games? Aren't they streaming our pre- <laughs> yeah, long games? Yeah, you, g- you about the cornhole? bags out there. Hey, Beamer's going to skip the flight. They're, they're streaming our show at all Dallas Maybe. locations, right? All yeah. Dallas. Anything Dallas Cowboys, they're streaming the pregame show. So make sure you guys find a TV Tune and check in. it out. But to add to that, it is going to be 77 degrees <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> nice and gorgeous. January 16th out here. We got Pleasant. it in Arlington, Frisco. 77 degrees. That's not bad. Yeah. Mm. Very nice weather. Go check it out. Pleasant. So, uh, uh, alongside Jake Ferguson yesterday, I got to to talk with D-Law quite a bit. I got to sit down with him, and I I asked him, what makes this moment special? What makes a playoff moment special? And and I actually thought of Isaiah whenever he he gave this answer. But he said, it's because you're never going to get it back. Mm -hmm. You don't get this chance again. You never know when you're going to be back in the playoffs. And even if you are in the playoffs, are you truly going to be a contender? Right. How do you make the most of this moment if you're the Dallas Cowboys? What is the number one thing you've got to do to make the most of this moment? Because you only get it once. What do you think? No self-inflicted wounds. Okay. Don't go to Tampa and beat yourself. Force them to beat you. Force them to show you that they are, in fact, the better team. And if they can do that and and the game goes that way, then heartbreak, yes, but... You know, they were the better team. But if you go out there and and you start shooting and stabbing yourself in the foot and you lose because of that, that that is even more gut-wrenching and heartbreaking because it's a it's a blown opportunity. I mean, you walk in as the better team and you let a lesser team defeat you only because you gave them the game. So self-inflicted wounds is like I, I wrote in yesterday's edition of Science Lab. Go check that out on DallasCowboys.com. Um, the time for self-inflicted wounds has now expired. <laughs> Period. Like that milk in your fridge. It's it's over. Yep. It's over. Uh, take every lesson you learned from self-harm over the course of the previous 17 games, roll it up into one big ball of lessons, and let it motivate you to eliminate the possibility of, of harming yourself between the lines going forward, and you will put yourself in an excellent position to turn the now into the later. Otherwise, there is no later if you're ruined now. I agree. I just don't no turnovers. <clears throat> I'll say no turnovers. That's a self-inflicted wound. Yeah, very much so. I think as long as you play, and I, and I was going to say a clean game, but that's a very broad statement. Yeah. My biggest thing is just be you know, don't turn the ball over and be competitive. That's all I ask. I, you're going to get out schemed sometimes. Somebody's going to make bigger mm-hmm. plays sometimes, but 
to hit to your point, just don't beat yourself up, right? Don't be the reason why you look back and say, "Damn, right, we missed again." Because I, mm-hmm. I mean, even though I walked away with a ring, like I still think that the best team that I was on was my rookie year here in Dallas. Yeah, you know, at O seventeen, yeah, at O seventeen, that's I feel like that was the the greatest amount of talent <clears throat> on one team, mm-hmm. and we missed it. We missed the opportunity, and that would have been freaking awesome. Perfect example would be look at look at 2014, right? You got the the league's leading rusher by a huge margin in Demarco Murray. Mm-hmm. That's helping set up Tony Romo to have a career season in the passing attack. You look at Dez, and and I mean even T. Will was contributing. You you have all of these things going. The defense is rocking, uh, and and you're in the divisional round. And I know. It's easy to kind of point to the Dez catch, and yes, it was a catch, as the reason the Cowboys lost the game. But the self-inflicted wound that ended the Cowboys' season technically was DeMarco Murray's fumble caused by yeah, Julius Peppers. So, mm-hmm. and, and you would think, as special as that season it was, and you're like, okay, well, reload. Just reload. It's as simple as reloading. Not in this league. Not in this league. You got free agency. You got attrition. You got coaches being poached here and there, et cetera, et cetera. You may never get that moment moment back. And those guys in that locker room from 2014, guess what? They never got the moment back. 2015, what happened? Uh, Tony Romo got injured. Mm-hmm. You ended up having a carousel of three or four different quarterbacks in all. Horrible season. And it just never got back until Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott kind of helped turn the page in 2016. But my, my main point is you, you only have right now. So don't don't go in thinking, oh well, if we don't get it done right now, then we got it next year. That's what those guys in fourteen thought. That's what the guys in 07 were hoping. That's not how this league is built. You're lucky to be back here after That's losing the opportunity last That's year. A fact. If you're if we're being real, and Mike McCarthy said it earlier this week, he said we're not harping on it, but we learned from it. Mm-hmm. That lost to San Francisco in the wild card round a year ago. You you felt like you were the better team in that game. Still, you were healthy. You felt like, even though it was a tough matchup on paper, Dallas was the better team. They didn't get the job done at home in front of their home crowd, and it was a it was a huge point. But a lot of that was self inflicted wounds. A lot of that was just San Francisco coming out and hitting you in the mouth. Yeah. Tampa Bay can certainly do that. They may be eight and nine. Don't look at the records anymore. This Tampa Bay team yeah, can so certainly jump out and hit you in the mouth. New season. Period. Completely new season. Now, I, I did ask D-Law as well. I said, who has impressed you on this defense so much so from week one to now? Who has impressed, or improved the most? Who has made you turn your head at times? I, I halfway expected it to be a Trayvon mm-hmm. or a Micah. He said two names. He said Deron Bland and Damone Clark. I was like, D-Law, you realize those are two rookies, right? He's like, yeah. I do, but they're not playing right like rookies anymore. And Damone, he's got some rookie stuff to him. Deron's got some rookie stuff to him. They're both playing good football, but the way that they've improved from week one is what impressed D-Law. I asked him how crucial they were going into this matchup. He said they're outstandingly crucial because even though Leighton Van Der Esch is back, Damone's going to file in. Deron is going to be there in the nickel spot dealing with that chest injury. How big are both of those guys to the fold of trying to fill in those puzzles? They're huge. I mean, you talk. We mentioned earlier in the week about the plethora of receivers that they have proven receivers yeah. over there in Tampa. They, they have. They got a whole bag of, oh, of dudes over there. Yeah, they do. Okay, they really got a solid. They got a solid four, and they got a they got a fifth guy in Tompkins that they just brought in that I think everybody better have their eyes on because they're going to use him in the screen game. He is freaking explosive. Um, so they have a bunch of guys, and you're going to need to run Bland. Right? There's no doubt about that. We're hurt. And down right now at the cornerback position, we're we're hoping that guys are able to step up and make some plays. Uh, you know, we're hoping that Nation Wright is able to come up there, put some pressure at the line of scrimmage. We're hoping that Xavier Rhodes shows up and mm-hmm. and does the opposite of what Mullen did last week because that was an experiment. But that's what you're in. You're in experiment mode with some of these guys, so the hope factor is there. So you're hoping that where they're the strongest that you all of a sudden could now be strong as well in, right. in, the, in this in this very important week. And then I already talked about Damone Clark and the importance of him. I mentioned that Vander Esch, I'm glad he's coming back, and though I, th- I think he will have an extreme impact on this game. But in terms of what they do well right, offensively for Tampa, in terms of trying to spread this defense out and go have him go sideline to sideline, I think Damone Clark is going to be very instrumental as well in terms of what he can present um, as as a, a accessory for Dan Quinn and his defense. He's going to be very important for his ability to be able to sit in the box and run out and hit somebody in their mouth. Did you say hope? on At, at the cornerback positions. Hope as, as a strategy? 
It's not a strategy. It's not a strategy. It's not a strategy, but it, it's it's definitely a wish. <laughs> it's, it's a wish. I mean, it's a wish upon a star. I, yeah, I, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I truly oh, think oh, that bars. Yeah, bars. absolutely. I truly think that Tampa <laughs> has an advantage personnel wise at the receiver position versus our DBs. That's the, I think so. I, yeah, that's just fact. If you okay? had to circle a matchup, that would probably that's be the one where for they me. have the advantage. So you're that in the offensive line, and you're missing your two veteran, two of your three veterans at the cornerback position. Yep. Okay. You brought in another veteran. You tried him out last week. Uh-uh. Okay. Now you grab another veteran. You're bringing him in to get get his feet wet, and hopefully he can re- have a resurgence of his old Better pro. pedigree, though. Better pedigree, absolutely. But what are you still doing? No, you're I still, get it. Just you're still hoping. Hoping. Better, you're still hoping that, he, that that the Pro Bowl version of him shows up. But you don't know. You don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Like they have the advantage there. You're hoping that your young bull show up, and then your veteran shows up and starts making some plays for you in that regard. And, and you hope Mike Evans actually is in uh, Tom Brady's ear saying, "I want 15 targets." By all means, that works in your favor if you're the Cowboys, because yeah. then you you have uh, you get to lean less on you know Nishon Wright and, and Xavier Rhodes, who just got here uh, last Saturday, less than a week ago. Um, but Deron Bland and Demon Clark, they're going to be huge, particularly Deron uh, Bland. And good news is. Everyone, anyone who was, uh, you know, mostly paying attention to the news and notes when I read off the injury report, guess whose name I didn't say? Deron Bland. Yeah. Deron Bland was not on the injury report at all, not even with a full designation. He's fully healthy. He's rolling. He's rolling. So yep. good news there is you're getting a Deron Bland and uh, obviously healthy Trevon Diggs against Tom Brady. But um, when it comes to Damone Clark, keep in mind this was supposed to be a red shirt season for Damone Clark. And he's not only come in, but he's come in with uh, at a point in the season where he had plenty of games to get to a point where you should feel comfortable that he'll be able to make some plays. Now, he's going against Tom Brady, yes. So there are going to be some hiccups there. Yeah. Um, but Tom Brady, once he gets the ball out of his hands and into the hands of a, a playmaker, a supposed playmaker, Damone Clark will have opportunities to become that himself uh, in Monday's game. So love what D-Law said there. Fantastic. Two rookies? Yeah, love yeah. it. Love it. Really cool to, to hear him say that, and, and both those guys were great. We'll, we'll have a couple clips of that on, on our pregame show coming up on Monday. We'll also have some clips of uh, Patrick Walker in a football uniform as well. Hey, just say the word. <laughs> Jerry, Stephen, Will, just say, just say no, the word. No, he did line up against me yesterday. He lined up. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, How'd he do? Yeah, he did well. Yeah. Yeah. It was intimidating. He had his little Coach Stan back out there. You know what I'm saying? Shoulders were all propped up. I, was mm. I, did, I didn't call the blitz. I didn't call the um, line of scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine we're taping a segment and then he calls his own audible and just yeah. runs at you and hits the ball out like derails the whole yeah. segment? I'm definitely gonna lower the shoulder, Kyle. Oh, you gonna, he ain't gonna let you. He, nah, not nah. gonna get you. I'm heavy right now. <laughs> Stop. I'm heavy right now. We're not having and that I'm, conversation. And I'm light, which means I'm getting around that lowered shoulder. <laughs> right? I'm around it. I got strip sack. Got that bend. Strip, sack, fumble, recovery, test the, the NFL prospect, Ben. <laughs> exactly. All right. Give us a call, 888-855-2297, if you want to be a part of our Pick'em segment. We're going to pick all of the wild card round games, every single one of them. When you come back here on Talking Cowboys, we're going to see if any of the fans can take down Isaiah in our Talking Cowboys yearly standings. And we'll tell you how to win some money on DraftKings as well. More Talking Cowboys coming up in just a moment. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet! Unique! 
something, baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys as we get ready to have our pick'em segment on Wild Card Weekend. It's a playoff week, and the boys need you, Cowboys Nation. Show your team pride and support this postseason with the best gear in the league. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience, and let's get ready. Rowdy, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. This is uh this has been a fun week, kind of oh, yeah. leading up to it. Oh, yeah. Any final thoughts from you guys as we get into pick'em segments? And then of course, this is the final show prior to getting into the the wild card round. What what are your kind of final words of motivation for Cowboys Nation? Remember week eighteen. Okay, remember the Commanders, remember the Jacksonville Jaguars, remember the Green Bay Packers. I believe this Cowboys team will get a lead on Tampa Bay early. But remember, particularly the Jaguars and and the Packers, don't let up. Do not get comfortable. Continue keep Mamba mentality has to be had against Tom Brady. If you allow this game to be close in the fourth quarter, you are in the danger zone. <laughs> you are in the danger zone. So remember the Packers, remember the Jaguars, remember the Commanders, and go handle your business like there is no tomorrow. Because guess what? There ain't unless you handle your business. Is this for fans or is this just for what are we talking about? Let's let's do it for the team. For the team. This is for the team. I, I That's kind of what Patrick had me yeah. feeling there. Win each play. I like it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't look don't look to the next quarter. Don't look to it's win the next play, and that's very important because when you add that up, when you add those those plays up, you should come out the victor. But if you look too far down the road, you're gonna hit speed bumps. You're gonna hit potholes that you don't see because your eyes aren't 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 grounded. You're not looking. You're not looking in the near future. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not looking at the right now. You're looking down there. You, you might get up early. You be like, oh man, we start looking at the clocks. Start clock watching. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. The, the Falcons mm-hmm. they clock watch too against TB12. Don't clock watch, nope. right? Win the next play and keep putting that together, and eventually you'll look up and you'll see that clock hit some zeros, and you got the W, and that's all that matters. So win your next play. I like that. Win your play. I uh, I got a chance yesterday outside of locker room capabilities. I got to show Dak Prescott. Oh, you did it. I got to. I took the clip from Jeff in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, the reverend that called us on Talking Tuesday and gave Dak a nice pep talk, a nice little faith speech. I showed Dak the entire video. He watched every single second of it. Love it. And he loved it. He loved it. He was buying in. That's awesome. said, thanks for showing. Let's go. So there's a little motivation. So mine is saying have some faith. Have some faith. Things aren't perfect. They're never going to be perfect, but just like we said earlier, you only get one moment. This moment is here one time to knock off the best to ever do it, potentially send him off, send him out of there. I don't know if that's actually going to happen in terms of the postseason stuff or the the offseason stuff. Whatever. Do your job and get it done this weekend. You got one moment. You got one shot. Have some faith and get it done. By the way, uh, as I was teasing into the break, DraftKings, uh, I, I said we were going to help you win some money on DraftKings. 
I unfortunately didn't realize that since it's a Monday night game, none of those numbers are up yet. Uh. So uh, you can play for free for over a million dollars on DraftKings.com, and we're, we were probably all going to pick the defense and special teams anyway right. for, for the value. So what we'll do is take that take this moment for quick news and notes. Uh, Ryan Jensen, okay, uh, not only starting tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the anchor and leader of that offensive line. Not the glue guy, the Not anchor. Not the glue guy, the anchor. Um, he's he's back to practicing. Been on IR, you know, the entire season. Still in his 21-day window, though. Um, but I'll read this from Tampa Bay he's, Times. He's their, he's their center. Yeah. J- Jensen's their oh, center. center. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's their Tampa Bay Times said that they sense, quote-unquote, sense no momentum um, for Jensen playing on Monday. Now, of course – that comment was made on Thursday. Several days remain between now and then. And you also look at what's on the line for Tampa Bay. I personally believe he takes the field, even if the trainers have to get creative. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, but as it stands, just for just so, just so Cowboys fans know, from a from an objective standpoint, Ryan Jensen, it's being reported that there is no momentum that he plays. But I wouldn't necessarily take that bait. Prepare and, for him. And I can't speak to this with confidence, but I can speak to it based upon my opinion. I think <clears throat> Jensen is one of the key factors as to why Tom Brady came back. Yeah, mm. I think you're right. I try yeah. wholeheartedly believe as long as he had his center. He was coming back. And as soon as he said he was coming back, Jensen went down with the injury. Mm. All right, so now that we have it all on the table, have it all out in front for you to to make your decisions, it's time to make some pick-ems. Freaking go, Trying to pick some games. We've got our special guest, Abe, in Las Vegas. What's up, Abe? You're on Talking Cowboys. What's going on, gentlemen? Thank you guys for taking my call. First time calling them, but just want to say I I love listening to the show. Listen to you guys every day. That's awesome. Well, Abe, thank you so much for the support. You ready to pick some games and take Isaiah down? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Let's start things off in the NFC West rematch. This is the Seattle Seahawks squeaking into the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. Can they take down Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers? I'm going to start with Patrick. Let's get crazy. I crave chaos, violence. Gino with the win. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Give me San Francisco. To win it, and they win it by multiple scores. Abe, who you got? Um, I think San Francisco's defense playing too well right now. They're playing really collectively. Uh, San Francisco or Seattle for here. See, here's the thing. I want San Francisco. Uh-huh. I want to see San Francisco. I want to see Philly. I, I want to see, see Minnesota. Now, now my I way. want to see whoever the heck way. we're going to play in the I second know. round. I want the easiest route. What you got? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good for you. Uh, Y'all know I'm from Seattle, but I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of Seattle. Anything, right? But you are such a liar. I'm a fan of Seattle, but I'm a realist at the same time. You guys know this. I truly think that Seattle's gonna gonna bust San Fran in the mouth and catch them slipping. I truly. I, that, that's how I feel. I truly believe that. Now, do I think I that Seattle's like a better good. team? No, I don't think no, Seattle's a better team. Not. I think that Seattle's lucky to even be in the playoffs this I year, agree. based upon the year that they they had this offseason. But I think. That if anybody can sneak and bust San Fran in the mouth because they play each other so Pete, often. Yeah. Pete, Pete, Pete. Pete Carroll. Like you even saw him throw a little shade out there. Unfortunately, we're playing mm-hmm. the 49ers. I think Walker goes off in this game, and I think that Seattle wins. Bird, okay. Baby. All right. How about the Birds? Uh, let's go with the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting Ooh. the Los Angeles Chargers, an all-time hair matchup. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> going up against Justin <laughs> Herbert, two quarterbacks that are always trending upward right now. Abe will let you start on this one. Chargers at Jags. You know, after seeing what the Jags did to us uh, a few weeks back, um, they obviously have a legitimate offense. I'm going to give them a close one. I'm going to take the Jags on this one. All right, Isaiah. I believe that Doug Peterson is back and back for vengeance, and I think that he is going to send Brandon Staley to the unemployment office, and you'll have go ahead and start those conversations of... He's in the playoffs. He'll be going home. Oh! Uh, Okay. I'm taking Peterson in the playoffs over Brandon Staley 
every day of the week, especially at home. I'm going to gain a game here. Jacksonville takes this. Give me the shock, shock. Give me the Chargers getting the win on the road. Jacksonville's not a tough place to play in terms of like a playoff atmosphere. They That's will the, give. Have they ever had a playoff game? They will give seventy percent of their tickets to the military. That place will be full. <laughs> It'll be Peterson, rocking. Peterson, greater than sign. They Brandon Staley. The whole U.S. Naval Base will be yeah. there. It looks like Army you, Navy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dolphins on the road against the Bills. Give me the Bills. 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 Abe. Bills. All right, that one's quick. All right, Giants at the Vikings. Uh, Minnesota trying to take down the NFC East for the first time at home this postseason. Patrick. And they won't do it. Giants are going to go in and upset the Minnesota Vikings. Wow, you were all over chaos. I've, this, but I've been on – I've said Dallas this. Dallas host Once of- the matchups were set, I said the Giants are going to go in. Minnesota doesn't typically play well on their own field. They can be had. They can be had. Dallas going to somehow host a playoff game next weekend if both of those come true? Who Table. Do you think? Well, they say <laughs> – I think the Giants are going to bust Minnesota. Whoa! The inconsistent Minnesota Vikings yes, in the mouth. Sir. We've yes, seen what sir. they are. You are who we thought you were. Mm-hmm. Abe, who you got? You know, I'm going to take the Giants in the upset as well. I think oh! uh, her cousin's primetime demons will come back and haunt them mm-hmm. again. Give me the Vikings to get the win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ravens on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals have been playing really well as of late. Uh, give me give me Cincy to get the win over a banged-up Ravens team. They still don't necessarily know if Lamar is playing, right? Does that come out yet? It doesn't seem like he is. It doesn't so look like he's going to play. It, no, so give me Cincy. no Lamar, no chance. Give me Joe Burrow and company. Yeah. I think Lamar Jackson has pulled a David Chappelle from Blue Streak and grabbed his bikes by the cojones. He has them all discombobulated right now. So I'm going to go ahead and take uh, yeah Cincinnati. Cincy. All right. Uh, Abe. Yeah, give me Joe Cool and Cincy for sure. Joe Cool, I like it. All right, here's the one that we've all been waiting for. We'll have to wait a little bit longer. 7-15 on Monday Night Football ESPN kickoff between the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, the number one most watched team in the NFL versus the most decorated quarterback in NFL history, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's wild card weekend. Can things get wild down in Tampa Bay? Abe, who you got in this one? Let's go, boys. We got to bring this one home. We got to finally get one. Uh, we got to get a revenge on Tom Brady. Boys win 30 27. 30 27 and a tight one. Abe from Las Vegas, thanks so much for calling us. Thanks, appreciate you taking some time Thank and appreciate you your support. Weekend, man. Go Cowboys. There you go. Yes, go sir. Cowboys. Isaiah, we'll start with you. Woo! Who I want, who Come I on think. With it. Huh? <laughs> Come on on with All it. Right. I, I do think that Seattle wins. I do think that. Minnesota loses. I think there's going to be a lot of disruption before this game, and I think it's going to be set up for Dallas to have a nice little clean road through the playoffs, but I'm not sure, and I don't wholeheartedly believe that they're going to be able to stop this offensive attack. I love Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he has the personnel to stop this this ambush that's about to happen. So What's i got to go with Tampa Bay, unfortunately. What's I don't want to say that, but I, that's just what my heart says. 21-27. Oh, yeah. 27-21? Yeah. Okay. I think the Cowboys, uh, a couple blows get exchanged early in the scripted plays from both teams. Um, Then the Cowboys start to pull away. And then Tom Brady does Tom Brady stuff in the fourth quarter. And this comes down to a Brett Maher kick. And he makes it 27-24 Cowboys onto the divisional round. 27-24. See, I I think it's a little different than what you guys are saying. I do. I think – I think Dallas comes out with a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think they come out. I think they kick their ass in the first half. Ooh. I think they're C-bass. up by multiple scores <laughs> going into halftime, and then they hold on down the stretch and don't even let the gap close. I think Grab it stays them right at Grab them and yes, hold please. I'm just saying it's going to be yes, right please. there. They're going to take final? care of business. Grab they're going to get the crowd, the crowd out of it early. Give me the Cowboys to win it 31-17 Ooh. on the road. <laughs> 31-17, Cowboys. They get the job done. That. And that is what we will bring to an end this week here I'll on Talking that. Cowboys. You guys ready? Am, Let's man. go. Let's roll. It's playoff time, up. y'all. I hope mm, they show let's up, man. Let's go. I hope so, too. Cowboys Nation, show up at the watch party. Miller Lite Plaza. Gates open at 5.30 p.m. at the Miller Lighthouse out at AT&T Stadium. Chris Beam in the back. Isaiah, stand back. 
Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Enjoy the game, everybody. 7-15 kickoff on ESPN. Cowboys, Buccaneers, thanks for joining us here on Talking Cowboys. We'll see you next week after some playoff football. Mm. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!